Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, goodbye, ma'am. Goodbye, ma'am. Up, chart. Up, boy. Of course, it's hard to tell with anybody like that, Jace, but she seemed to tighten up when you mentioned Sid Mack. She did. Her hands started to work nerves. And the boy Luke ran when he saw me. Of course, he's done that before. They can give us any information it isn't going to be easy to get. I got an idea. Maybe a wrong one, but it's worth a shot. Let's turn back for town. Come on, Charlie. Come on, boy. Come on. You going to tackle Mac again? No. I want to see the doctor. Well, there's a complete chapter on botulism in this book, Jace. Now, what was it you wanted to know? This food poisoning from improper canning, Doc, does it always happen? I mean, if the batch wasn't cooked the proper length of time, or if it wasn't sealed under the proper steam pressure, would it necessarily be poisoned? No, not necessarily. It could be all right. I just wanted to make sure. Well, what's your point, Jase? If Mac put up that contaminated meat, he'd have no way of knowing it was bad without testing it. So since he wouldn't test it on himself... He didn't test it on anybody else, either. There'd have been another death or somebody sick enough for Doc to know about. Mac wouldn't have gambled on the Farragut's just getting sick. He wouldn't have even gotten the food to him unless he was sure it was deadly. Well, he could have tested it on an animal. Would an animal eat that food, Doc? Well, the meat would seem all right by taste or smell. Yes, yes, an animal would eat it. That's all I wanted to know, Doc. Sheriff, we're going for another ride in the woods. I think I know what for. Shouldn't take two guesses. We're going to dig up Luke's dog and send it to the lab at Austin. I want to know what that dog died from. took Deputy Ford with us to stay on guard and keep old Annie and Luke from leaving their shack. We dug up the dog and sent it to Austin. The answer fit. Death by food poisoning. Sheriff and I rode back to the shack in the woods. Old Annie was white and shaking and her son huddled in a corner. His eyes enormous and frightened. His lips numbed. Annie, believe me, nobody's going to hurt you or Luke. But you've got to help us. You had no reason to harm the Farragut's. We know that. But we're after the man who did have a reason. I don't know. I don't know. All you have to do is tell us. Was Mac here? Did you sell him anything? Or can anything under his direction? I guess it's no use, Jace. Yeah, we can try again when we get to town. Annie, you and Luke will have to come with us. We're taking you in. I don't want to come back. Luke. Luke, listen to me. We're only taking you into town. 
I wouldn't have to do that if you or your mother dance him a question. They're lying, boss. They want to take me back there. Mr. Max says they take me back. Max? Wait a minute, Sheriff. Where did Mr. Max say they were going to take you, Luke? You know where. The place where they took me before. They ain't going to take you, Luke. I won't let him. Yes, I think he means the asylum. That's what he does mean. That's the key to why he won't talk. Wait, I got a hunch. Luke, Mac isn't a good man. He killed your dog. Well, he did, didn't he? No. He was always giving me stuff to feed him. My dog died. He died. You're getting to him, Jase. We don't want to send you away, Luke. Mac lied. He's the one. He wants to send you away. No. He tried to help me. He told me who was trying to help me send back there. It was Mr. Farragut, that's me. Don't tell him, Luke. Don't say any more. You better let him talk, Annie, because if Mac didn't kill the Farraguts, then Luke did. He didn't. He didn't mean to. He didn't know what he was doing. Mr. Mac said I should be nice to Mr. Farragut and his wife. Then they wouldn't send me away. What do you mean by telling you to be nice? He said I should go and bring him a present. He gave me the present to bring. Something nice for them to eat. Something in a jar? Something canned? Yeah. The same kind of stuff he always kept giving me to feed my dog. My dog died, and Mr. Fraggett and his lady, the little baby, they died too. That's it, Jace. Making him an accessory to the murder of four people. I know. But with Luke's background and with a smart defense attorney in court scaring him and confusing him, Luke's story wouldn't hold up. Mac would get away with it. But what else can we do? Got to find the rest of that food and prove it passed through Mac's hands. He had a batch of it. Kept feeding the dog samples until he found a jar that was deadly. Annie, your boy's in trouble. You know that, don't you? Leave him alone. How much of that stuff did Mac bring up here? A lot. He kept it hid someplace in the woods, except in what he fed the dog. He didn't tell us why. And after the dog died, that's when he got the jar from his hiding place for Luke to take to the Farragut's, wasn't it? Luke never knowed what killed the dog till after. No. <laughs> Mr. Farragut, he thanked me and he gave me a half dollar. And the lady, she, she smiled at me. It was pretty. Luke. Do you know where Mac hid that food? Did you see him digging any place? Did you follow him? I, I never know where he kept it. He always went over the hill, way over where it's all rock. That rock formation across the gully, Jace, about a mile from here. Think he left the stuff there? Yeah, it wouldn't be safe for him to cart around. He had to leave it someplace. Come on. We're going to need more men, Sheriff. We may have an all-night digging party. Warren! Yeah, Sheriff. Just watering the horses. Well, hop on your throttle and head for the nearest ranch. Get on the phone and call for deputies. Tell them to bring shovels and keep their mouths shut about where they're going. I want them up here right away. We dug by flashlight and torchlight. Finally, we found it. A burlap sack loaded with jars of sausage meat. Canned death. We rushed back to town, and just after dawn, a fingerprint crew flew in from Austin. I held my breath. All we needed was a print. One fingerprint belonging to Sid Mack. We got it. More than one. There were sets on every jar. By that time, his store was open and we went for him. Well, Sheriff and the Ranger, what uh, bright ideas have you got this time? Got an idea? We're going to lock you up, Mac. You can drop that smile, Mac. Luke was just as scared of us as he was of you. We know the whole story. 
Well, guess fellas with your mentality might believe Luke, but a jury won't. You know what the law says about a reasonable doubt? We also found a few buried samples of your canning, Mac, with your fingerprints all over the jars. Just yours. So? Like you once said, I sell canning equipment. And I handle the stuff I sell. So my prints were on the jars. Smart, isn't he, Sheriff? Regular genius. Thanks. Sorry I can't return the compliment. You're just like all the smart ones, Mac. You just made one mistake. and It was a real stupid one. About those prints. You had to put them on the jars after they were filled, when the canning was completed. Any prints that were on before would have been boiled off. Don't open that claw hammer, Mac. Don't make me put a bullet in you. Because heaven knows, Mac, I'm tempted. Wait a minute, Sheriff. I'm not resisting. I'm not touching anything. All right. Move. Better lock the door, Mac. You won't be coming back. Sid Mack was brought to trial on August 3rd, 1940. He was convicted of premeditated murder. And on April 19th, 1941, he died in the electric chair. Next week, Joel McRae in another authentic reenactment of a case from the files of the Texas Rangers. Joel McRae is currently seen starring in the Universal International Technicolor production, Frenchie. Tonight's cast included Tony Barrett, Paul Fries, Virginia Craig, Will Wright, Ken Christie, Joe Forte, Edmund McDonald, and Don Diamond. This story was transcribed and adapted by Joel Murcott, and the program was produced and directed by Stacy Keach. Hal Gibney speaking. Three chimes mean good times on NBC. Gordon McRae sings for you tomorrow evening as the Railroad Hour presents a melodic adaptation of the dramatic opera Madame Butterfly. Gordon's guest for this Railroad Hour presentation is lovely soprano Nadine Connor. And your Monday of music tomorrow also includes a concert by the voice of Firestone with guest artist Eugene Conley. Bill Baker asks the $64 question next on NBC.